So tonight we have Miss Scarlett Rose here with us. She's a cam model on cammodels.com as well as Sex Panther. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you, Alicia? I'm doing well, thank you. So how long have you been camming for? Um, almost two years now. And you're primarily on cammodels.com? Um, I started on Streamy and they have like a lot of other sites that they cover. Um, and then I'm just like kind of branching out towards some other things right now. Yep. And you're also on Sex Panther. How do you like Sex Panther? I enjoy it. Um, I've only been on like a week, but it's doing pretty well for me. It's definitely different. It's not like camming, like you're not live or anything. It's just, it's, it's a lot different, but I enjoy it. It is. I've been on that for about a year now. And I like it because you can do it right from home. Oh, for sure. So tell me, how did you get into camping? Um, so I started like kind of during the pandemic. Um, and I made a, what was it? Um, oh my gosh, an OnlyFans. And then I just didn't have really like a social media presence um, too much. And I saw something that asked for models locally where I live. And I went there. And it was not the type of models I thought it was. <laughs> it was an online situation. Um, but I mean, I'm open-minded. Like I, what I, I worked in a club before and stuff, so I wasn't totally turned off by it. Um, and I gave it a chance, and I did well. And kind of just hung out there. It was for a studio and stuff, and just stuck with it. And yeah. So are you in the studio now or are, are you on your own? I'm not. Um, well, I'm still with the studio, but I got pregnant and they let me work from home and stuff. So I started working from home, which not a lot of girls do over there. They just kind of like stay in the studio. Um, but I, I enjoy that I've been able to work from home because it's a lot easier with like having kids and stuff. Oh, it is. I usually do third shift. It works well with having kids. My third shift is usually like midnight till 5 a.m. Good for you. Yeah. I try to do. Do you generally see a lot more people in the daytime when you stream? <laughs> yeah, it, it probably gets busy then. I try to do like set during the weekdays, seven to like 10 um, mountain time. Or weekends, I do mornings, which I love. I love my weekends. They are so good. Um, I try not to miss my weekend mornings for anything. But, yeah, so. That's true. And a lot of people say that you don't get a lot of people in that time frame, but you just have to be consistent. Um, you have to put in the effort to be there. So tell me, what do you do when it's slow for you? Um, the weekend days for me. Yeah, but I think it varies for everyone. Like, I get on sometimes in the evenings, like, just certain days of the week. And it's just, I don't know, it varies on holidays or contests or who's on. And it's just, there's such an ebb and flow with it. You just don't really know when it's going to be busy and when it's not. And I just try to be consistent. And that's my main thing is just doing a certain amount of numbers per week. With working third shift, I get a lot of UK and Australian guys in my room. I generally don't see a lot of US guys. Oh, 
Yeah. So how many hours a week are you working on cam generally, would you say? I try to stay on and I don't know, just, I look at what other girls are doing sometimes to try to see what other girls are doing if it's slow and see like what their potential members are. Um, or I don't know, just kind of sit around. Maybe sometimes I'll pretend to talk to someone, um, or I don't know, go on my Instagram or post something on Sex Panther. I try to stay busy so I stay online. Um, but it's not, it's not easy. Like you definitely have to put effort into it. And do you enjoy it? I do. Yeah, I really do. I like being able to come on on my own times and do kind of what I want. Um, so what kind of, um, I see that you're a MILF, kind of like a mom next door type. Any other fetish stuff do you do for your clients? Well, and you can be a clothes model and do whatever you want clothes, just like this, just chatting. Like I have such a variety of people I talk to or telling you know people what to do with their day <laughs> because some people love that or people come on and they're like tell me how to jerk off and it's like great okay let's go that route so whatever route like I'm kind of for any of it yes sometimes you get people that just want to talk that's my fave by far so what kind of um I see that you're a MILF kind of like a mom next door type any other fetish stuff do you do for your clients? I do. I love doing JOIs, a nice, long, slow edging session. Um, or I do some like sissy stuff, CBT. Um, man, I love doing role plays. Are super fun and it's like mind gymnastics and I try to have them like lead it and then I like playing with whatever they start the lead in so or just some you know come in for a quick come and play and go you know so open all master of none so so tell me what has been the craziest thing you've been asked to do on cam my the craziest thing I actually got suspended on the site for um I was pregnant and someone asked me to send them their pregnant pee or my pregnant pee I'm like what okay so there's a huge prego fetish and I mean I didn't know until I was pregnant and then I saw all that that side of it but that was some of my best numbers so if you guys get pregnant out there, if you ladies get pregnant, stay there and make your bag. But make sure you watch the policies and procedures because I went in the corner and I peed in that bag and I got fucking suspended from Streammate. That's so funny. I got suspended from Chatterbait for the same thing. Make sure you read all the fine print, everything. Yeah. No, big... Yeah. big piece of advice there, truly because you'll be asked for stuff and people will try to get you kicked off or anything these these guys can be great these guys can be wild so you gotta have a thick skin for camming thick skin, yeah i generally think that they pay people to come into rooms just to fuck with us um 
you know, they say shit about your appearance, make you feel bad. I my first in my first like 30 days as a new model I had a couple guys come in and type so and so sent you 20 gold or I'm like okay it's a different font a different color like go jerk off somewhere else get out of here you know I've luckily not had much of that but I've had stuff I know that streammate recently like changed their rules I've had some like diaper guys that came in because they saw milf and uh, I don't know it wasn't really my thing but then like some girls in my studio did that and I I don't know I it wasn't really my thing but then we had like a broadcast in our studio saying we can't be doing that that's been against the rules like now because it's just like pedo stuff um so yeah there's there's a lot of crazy stuff out there but <laughs> whatever you're comfortable with and my alert goes off at certain times so <laughs> um so like when people ask where i live which is a major question i say the west coast um I'll never say my city. It's I don't know. And then like I, our our usernames like aren't our real names. And yeah, it's just what we have to do for privacy and safety. And some people will ask like, "Hey, well, it's it's me. Like I'm different. I'm I'll never do that." And sorry, I it's safety. So <laughs> just how it. Any tips for beginner models that are possibly looking to use Streamate for um, camming? Um, does Streamate have like any apps or any other features? Yeah, I don't know. I don't usually, I tried Chatterbait for a little bit, but I, I feel like the coin sites didn't, they weren't like my, I don't know, they didn't really work for me too much. So I'm not really, I try, so you're mainly on Chatterbait. Yes, I'm on Chatterbait mainly, but I was on Streamate before. I didn't really like it. It was too slow for me. So I generally um, like the token sites. Yeah. So for me, like, I can't compete with, with, with cum shows. Like, I just can't. It's not my, my thing. But, like, more power to women that can do that. Oh, like, it's too much energy for me. I'm fucking tired. <laughs> like, I, um, I commend you and everyone that is on <laughs> cam soda I wish I could have more energy to do that but so do you have any social media like Instagram OnlyFans anything like that I don't do TikTok I don't do OnlyFans um I am just mostly live and when I'm live I go on Sex Panther when I have free time I go on Sex Panther and post um and try to talk to other people and such. Yeah, Sex Panther is really nice. I like it because you can do other things and not be streaming. Yeah, you don't have to be consistently sitting here like streaming, which is really nice, especially when you have a family and all wheels are turning. So, so what kind of content do you sell? Like any outside content besides on streaming? Um. I mean, I just really work on the sites. I don't really do outside content, but I do a lot of just mutual masturbation or 
just JOIs, edging, like playing with yourself, telling guys how to play with themselves, when to wait, when to stop, um, what to wear. I have a lot of guys that like trying on their wives or their girlfriends' panties or <laughs> fucking role plays. I don't know. These guys are crazy when their wives are away. Yes, or when their wives are sleeping next to them. I've had guys be on can cam with me and they move the camera over and their wife's sleeping. I'm like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I've seen that too. Yeah, no, I, I have a slew of, I was so vanilla when I first got on here and I'm like, whoa, here we go. I'm hanging on. Yes, this job is definitely not for the everyday person, but if you like it, you're golden. So you were saying you were kind of vanilla when you first came into the industry. Have you seen a change in your sex life? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's helped a, a bit. Like we try. Yeah. I mean, we do different things than what we used to do. Um, I see things on here and play with different things on here. And we explore that. And sometimes we exhibition it. So that's great so how do you react to the stigma that comes with the industry when someone asks you what you do for a living do you tell them um like yes and no so i just kind of came out to my family about it and they were actually surprisingly but so happily supportive um because like for for multiple reasons like i'm at home i'm safe i have a good head on my shoulders and i'm doing well with it you know they don't know to what extent but no one really needs to know that right they don't need to know that yeah but having support is very crucial i have support my family knows what i do to a certain extent i always wondered if a person doesn't have that kind of support is it hard to keep going oh for sure Yes, it's becoming more accepted than it ever was. I mean, it's a job. People are so judgmental. It's annoying. Do you use any of the Lovins toys or any of the other Bluetooth devices for your stream? I do. And my shit breaks all the time, dude. Like, I have to message those people all the time to send me a new one. So, but yeah, I love it. I love my Lush 3. But Lovens, you guys, you guys gotta work it out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I have a Lovens Lush three, and mine also is fucking up. It's not charging, so I got a hold of Lovens support, and they're gonna actually replace it. But the things you have to do to get it replaced is crazy. Yeah, but have you ever tried any of the other Lovens toys that they have on your show? I love my Hitachi. I love my Hitachi. It's not a Bluetooth toy, but that's my main, like, toy for clit stimulation or, like, when I, when guys want to see squirting, um, or for me and my husband to have our best little time together. Um, I, I have a slew of toys, but only one Bluetooth toy. Yeah, I only have one as well. But I may have to get one of those Hitachis. You should get one. Have you ever tried one of those roses, those clit suckers? They are amazing. Uh, yeah. No, the first time I tried, I was like, okay, 
So girls, if you need any great toys to help with the squirting game, we suggest a Hitachi or a Rose. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Try the Hitachi next. I The first time I tried that, I squirted like crazy. I almost fell off the bed. <laughs> so what kind of camera do you use? I don't, I have a Logitech. I really like the new Levin's camera. Have you seen that one? It follows you around, like it follows your movements. Sometimes I go around the room and I don't want to be seen though, so. <laughs> Some of the shows do look amazing with that camera. I don't know that I really want to be seen in 4K. So I know a lot of girls will change their self completely when they go on camera, like a whole different persona. Is that something that you do? Um, like yes and no. Yes and no. I can't really like keep up with a whole completely different persona. So I stick with a lot of what I am in person and just a little bit for safety of what I'm not. So Camming, do you think that's a long-term thing for you? I don't know. I don't know how long I'll be in the industry. I mean, I'm enjoying it. I'm having a good time until I stop making a bunch of my I don't I mean I see a lot of like a few older women on here um that but they seem like they're doing pretty well yes there is a big market for older milfs and gilfs some of those grandmas they got that shit going on good for them awesome so how old are you I am 29 so you have a lot of years ahead of you for can't me I do yeah I'll probably do it for at least like I want to say another at least like decade, but I feel like that's really pushing it. And knowing that my kids at that point will be like almost like in their teens. I don't know that I really, I don't know. That's something I have to deal with down the road, you know. So you were saying that you are branching out. Are you talking about um, different sites or something else? Yeah. I'm just trying to kind of get away from the studio a little bit. I um, was chatting with another girl that you guys had a podcast with and um, or an episode with that I really enjoyed listening to. Um, and I was telling her that I signed up, you know, with this um, agency, right? And I can't leave. I'm I'm giving them a percentage. I'm working from home and if I stop and want to not give them a percentage, I have to wait a, six months. I have to wait half of a year until I sign up again with these campsites. Oh shit. I didn't know studios were like that. I'm not familiar with the studio life. That's nuts. I had no idea that that even existed. So if you're under a studio, you need to make sure to, to know that when you sign a contract, you cannot just leave and giving them a percentage and being okay with that. Even if you are not using their facilities or anything else. And I've, I don't know what kind of upset me is like when I found my content elsewhere and at the beginning they told me that they scanned the sites for people that put your content up other places um, without your knowledge. And I found out months later that my shit was up. Like someone had recorded my content 
and they were like, yeah, I was just about to get to your name. Like I was just there. And then you came in and said something about it. I'm like, okay. That's totally not cool. People steal content all the time. Um, I've seen my content everywhere on these weird ass sites. But if you have a studio that's supposed to, um, you know, uphold to that contract and, you know, make sure that shit's removed, they're not doing it. That's not cool. So, well, but they are. And that's, that's how it is. So I'm doing my thing and trying to, and starting to be successful, um, you know, elsewhere within following rules. So I don't, you know, slide within those boundaries to get, you know, kicked off. So I can go on six months and get my fandom back and not lose all of the people. I really had no idea that's how it was when you're with a studio. So I say in retrospect, would you start again with a studio or just uh, sign up by yourself and go out on your own? They've taught me a lot. They, they taught me so much and they gave me so much good advice. Um, I'm very grateful for them. I'm just not happy where I'm at right now. Um, yeah, like I'm grateful for them and where I started. Studios are great for a certain place and time, but I'm just not there in my life right now. And with the studio, do you have to sign a yearly contract or how does that work? I don't, I don't know. I mean, every studio is different. Mine wasn't yearly. Because when I started, I just signed up to the sites by myself and, you know, show my ID and all that. Yeah, I actually went to a business. Um, and there's a bunch of different rooms, all these beautiful rooms you see on like Cam Sona and Chatterbait. Those are studios. I guess I was just totally in the dark about all of the studio stuff. Now, do the studios do just like online sites or they do they like promote um, in person? No, no, there's like apartment buildings. People live in these places. Yep. So you said that you're on cammodels.com. Is that kind of like um, an umbrella for Streamate? Because I know they have like Jerkmate and Cam Cash Deli as well. No, 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 no. No in-person work. Just, it's all just on the site. That's good to know for beginner cam girls. You can do the studio, whole sign-up stuff, or you can just go ahead and do it, you know, on your own. I suppose, yeah. I sign on. I just sign under streaming, and I think there's a ton of white label sites. So, what kind of advice do you think is important for a beginner cam girl? Be consistent. Figure out a persona. Stick with not a persona, but like um, a couple areas of expertise. Stick with it, and. There's going to be your ups and your downs, but we all have that. Even the most beautiful, successful women on this site have that. There are times of ups and downs. Um, I would stick to a certain number of hours a week. I try to do between 15 and 20. Um, so it's, it's not a whole lot of commitment, but it's definitely commitment. It's not easy money. What people think of it's not easy money you have to be committed and remember your customers your clients these people come to you over and over again um and they're going to expect a kind of relationship with you and 
yeah, you just have to be open to that and open to all different things. Like don't kink shame. There's everyone's into something different. Everyone loves something. And some people are going to be haters and that's cool. You have, <laughs> you have to be ready for it. You have to enjoy a sense of sexuality, um, and a whole bunch of different things. So strong with your boundaries too. I have to add that. Yes. Boundaries are huge. And if you don't like it, you know, don't like what someone asks you to do. Don't bend your boundaries to do that. Just tell them, you know, no, I'm good. You know, I'm not, not the person for that. Yep. yep. Um, don't give away your phone number. Don't like you're not going to find your soulmate on here. I don't know. Maybe someone has somewhere, but I don't know. It's not something I would recommend. But I'm like, okay, girlfriend experience. I'm not, I'm not for that. Well, you know, yeah. It's how do you know when it's like GFE or are you really in love? Yeah, with the girlfriend experience, I've had um, probably like three or four guys that kind of just they rolled into. They were thinking that I was really their girlfriend, and I was like, dude, like this is just what you paid for. You don't even know me. Like new cam girls, that's something you need to watch out for as well. Um, girlfriend experience is just a game. It is just a service that we offer. And a lot of the times the guys will uh, get a little, you know, thinking that it's real. I feel like I, a lot of us have a pretty decent head on our shoulders. If we've been in like the industry and the game for a while, um, if not, you're, you're just going to be automatically kind of shuffled out. I feel like a lot of girls get into the industry um, not knowing the game. They're really naive and don't, you know, take the proper precautions. Right. You're just not going to, that's how you can tell is how long I feel like girls have been online or like streaming a couple of years. Okay. You've, you've been here. You've kind of seen ups and downs, goods and bads, contests, leaderboards, people coming and going, good customers, like whatever. Um, you've been through it. So I guess another plus of being with a studio would be the connections. I mean, I use Reddit. That's a really good uh, resource for information. And if you dig, there's a lot of info. That's why like, it's good to network if you can, but a lot of, a lot of people can be very just kind of shuffly with, uh, or I don't know, it's not easy to network, but it's good if you can and have like a few women that you can talk to in the ups, like during the ups and downs to be like, Hey, it's super, super fucking slow. Like I still talk to a couple girls that live in my same town and I'm so grateful for them. I love them so much. I became good friends with them. And that was actually another thing through, um, the studio. So all right, so is there anything else that you wanted to add or say? I'm open to anything, and if you want to come and hang out, whatever. There's a bunch of different places. Well, it was so great talking to you tonight. We covered a lot of stuff, like a lot of stuff. Thank you. It was nice to meet you. A lot. This is a really good episode to use, you know, for new cam girl advice. I appreciate all of your um, studio information, which we did not know about. That was pretty cool. Me too. Bye-bye. So guys, that was Miss Scarlett Rose. 
We're going to post her links uh, under the show notes. Um, so if you want to go check her out, you definitely should. But thanks for coming. Have a great night.